This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, July 3rd, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Mitt Romney's opposition to a great deal of immigration into the United States has softened somewhat since his position as nominee became more secure. A mixed Supreme Court ruling and a sitting president's de facto lawmaking on the issue is now forcing the former Massachusetts governor to take bolder steps in favor of a rational policy. Cato policy analyst Alex Narasta comments. Two events seem to have conspired against Mitt Romney. That is, President Obama announces his de facto enforcement of a law that has not been passed, that is the DREAM Act, and uh, or of some form of it. And the Supreme Court has ruled on Arizona's uh, restrictive immigration law and upheld the most controversial part, which was the provision that allowed people to stop and ask for papers of anyone that they believed was here in the United States illegally. Where does that leave Mitt Romney when it comes to talking about immigration? And what has he said in the past? Well, I think Mitt Romney is most known recently as being the guy in the Republican primaries who has sort of took a very hard line against uh, unauthorized immigration. So he came out in favor of the Arizona law. He came out in favor of all these state-level laws across the country to try to crack down. But since he has basically won the nomination, he's come out on a little bit softer note. So a couple of weeks ago, he gave a major speech where he was in favor of streamlining immigration, uh, in favor of increasing it a bit for all, most specifically for high-skilled workers like H-1Bs and for employment-based green cards. But he's also said he wants to take sort of a humane approach of dealing with unauthorized immigration. But he hasn't backed away entirely from his original statements that he likes this idea of self-deportation. He's also endorsed explicitly the E-Verify program, which which for civil libertarians, for people who care about things like due process, is a, a, a terrible idea. Yeah, E-Verify is a terrible program that Mitt Romney's endorsed. It if it were to be put in place, it would be basically a mandatory electronic employment verification system where all of our information is run through a central government database when we get a job. So it's sort of an extension of the current I-9 process, but made much more verifiable, hence the name. Um, what's interesting is this law also is highly, uh, the system is highly inaccurate. About 54% of unauthorized immigrants are not even captured by it, and about, about 1% of uh, legal workers are erroneously flagged as un, uh, as illegal or as unauthorized to be able to work. So systems, this system has been in place in Arizona since 2008. They've had nothing but problems with it. It has stalled the economic recovery in that state and hiring. And you have lots of business people who were thinking about going to Arizona uh, to set up business, like Richard Melman, who is the so-called Spielberg of the restaurant industry, who has instead decided not to because of the consequences of not doing E-Verify. What do we have to go on in terms of uh, Mitt Romney's actual record as a a governor with regard to immigration? As governor of Massachusetts, Mitt Romney vetoed a baby version of the DREAM Act that would have given in-state tuition to unauthorized immigrants. He also formed a partnership between state police and the 287G program, which is uh, basically a partnership where the federal government comes and teaches local police how to enforce immigration laws. So we put those two things in place as governor, which really we shouldn't expect much more from him. He wasn't the governor of a border state. Massachusetts does not have a large unauthorized immigrant population. So how he would have acted if he was governor of a state that had those issues is still up for determination, I think. Jeff Flake of Arizona has famously introduced a piece of legislation that would staple a green card to the diplomas earned by uh, high-skilled 
immigrants in the United States, giving them an opportunity to apply those skills within the United States. Where is Mitt Romney on that? Uh, Mitt Romney has come out in favor of that uh, piece of legislation or things similar to it that would accomplish the same end. Uh, more specifically, the Staple Act would basically exempt foreigners who have been educated at American institutions in the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics field from the annual cap for the H-1B high-skilled visa and the employment-based green card system, which is basically set up for high-skilled workers anyway. It would allow these people who have come here and who find a willing employer in the United States to um, employ them without counting against the very low caps that currently exist on these visas. For instance, the H-1B visa is capped at only 85,000 people per year for profit-maximizing companies, uh, for profit-seeking companies, nonprofits are exempted. But for employment-based green cards, we have about 140,000 uh, available every year, and the wait list for some of those categories can extend back uh, several, several years. So exempting a decent number of people who have come to the United States for education, who already clearly speak English, who are already partly acculturated to the United States and have experience perhaps already working or interning with American firms, goes a great way toward helping Americans get some of the skills, American firms get the skills they need in some of these areas. President Obama sort of carved out, President Obama sort of carved out what I would say is probably the most compassionate portion of uh, immigration reform, which is young people who are uh, in the culture of the United States and and likely uh, would benefit a great deal by having uh, official documentation of their legal status within the United States. Uh, but there are pro-immigration Republicans and Newt Gingrich is among them, and of course, economically conservative Republicans who understand uh, global markets and how those function are tend to be on the side of having more immigrants in the United States. How is the Republican Party going to change from this uh, position of being apparently virulently anti-immigrant to one that is a more reasonable policy? Well, I think they've already begun to change over the last uh, couple of years. I mean, it's really only some Republicans in some states who are as virulently anti-immigrant as the stereotype that you mentioned sort of portrays. There are a good number of immigrants, and I mean, Republicans in most states who are very pro-immigration. Um, New Gingrich, you mentioned as one example, Jeb Bush, uh, brother of former Republican George W. Bush. And George W. Bush himself yes. offered a fairly reasonable immigration policy. Yeah, there are two uh, reform proposals, uh, two big ones put forward by the Bush administration that would have done a great deal of good to help uh, open up the border and legalize the people who are here. And let's not forget that the man that all Republicans currently look to to guidance, Ronald Reagan, famously said that pretty much anybody who can come here and wants to be part of America should be allowed to without any kind of barriers to him and his family coming here and becoming part of this uh, great country that we have. Um, the interesting thing is Mitt Romney, since the Obama announcement of the sort of a de facto Dream Act, has come out and said, in essence, that Obama doesn't go far enough because it's not permanent. So the Obama thing is only two years, the Obama reprieve of deportation. Mitt Romney says he likes that all right. He just wants it to be permanent. And that, I think, is a big step forward for Republicans realizing that there is a middle ground, at least, where they can be reasonable toward immigration and still come off in favor of you know, this law and order stuff. Alex Narasta is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.